Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. 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 Uh, God, uh, I thank you for this moment. And uh, as for right now, I ask uh, you to uh, open your heart for us uh, here and uh, say what we say and do what we do and uh, continue to grow uh, with your love, with your kindness uh, through us, through you, with you, in you. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Co-host today, Mr. Calvin James. Calvin James. Uh, no stranger to the show. Excited today to have Mr. Han Lay. He is an architectural design and build. Um, that's his occupation. His uh, his company is Han Lay Design and Build LLC, and uh, he is a parishioner at Holy Cross Church. And I'm going to stop talking because he's an awesome guy, and I'm happy to have him tell us. Welcome to the show, Han. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, thank you for having here with uh, with you all, and uh, it's very blessing for me to uh, to be here. So Calvin and I have a little spiritual group, and we invited Han uh, Friday, and he came with us to adoration and uh, and breakfast, and just just a blessing to all of us, and a great guy, and he's got a good story. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, uh, I was born in Vietnam. Uh, my uh, mother and father have uh, 13 children. Uh, one of my older uh, brother, he's a Catholic priest. Uh, now uh, his mission is still in Vietnam, and uh, I'm uh, one of the nine. I'm number nine children in the family. And uh, we got here uh, in America the, right after the war in uh, 1975, and uh, we got sponsored by the, the Catholic Diocese in New Orleans. We ended up in New Orleans '76, and uh, I came to Lafayette '85, and I love it. I love it here. Um, uh, a lot of them think I'm uh, Asian Cajun because uh, I have <laughs> I a little Cajun, had a little Cajun accent in me. <laughs> yeah, right. Today's show is Asian Cajun Catholic. Yes, uh, yes. Ahead, you know, uh, he said already. He's. I'm listening to him. He said he was the ninth child. We know nine is that great number. And then he said something about 85, which is uh, the 85 is those 13 children. So I see a lot of uh, numerical connections here with you in your conversation. So why don't you tell us a little bit more? So, well, uh, you know, one of the greatest things that I learned today in my uh, spiritual journey and spiritual life Special through could see Astor and and be around with a lot of brother spiritual uh, in our group and and we grew uh, with each other, but uh, you know man I tell you what uh, from uh, third world uh, came here to America you know and once we uh, develop and and uh, live our life became a spiritual stabilizer. This is like heaven on earth you know it's yeah. uh, it's one of the things that we never uh, think about the house. Uh, uh, what is the true freedom that we find here in America? Uh, you know, the, um, calmness is is the biggest thing that we left. But uh, beyond that, there's so many things, you know. And uh, and when uh, <clears throat> when I grew up here in America, I was screwed, man. I was, uh, you know, I don't have a I have a very dark uh, darkness uh, in my life, and uh, and somehow uh, God opened His heart for the love of me. I able to the find my faith again and today I'd, uh, I've been uh, very blessing that uh, he gave me a zeal heart that able to come back and uh, and glorify him every day and love him uh, you know uh, just like um, 
just like uh, my um, my stories uh, with my uh, childhood is uh, is if, if I tell if I have enough time yeah, to say it, absolutely, uh, come on. It, it's going to be a, a very challenging in, in life, but you know, um, <clears throat> I thought here coming over here is like a real true freedom, but you know, it is it is a true freedom, but we we have so many things that uh, it became uh, what I say addictive to a society and. Uh, Everything became a very uh, difficult. I want to ask you a question. You told me your brother, your oldest brother, was a priest, and and you 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 like five, four children, four kids later. And I know a little bit about your uh, your story. Tell me what type of impact that that had on you, knowing that your brother was pursuing, you know, what he was mm-hmm. pursuing, and what kind of effect that had on you. Let let us know about that. Well, uh. The, uh it's you know when when uh, when you have a brother that be, uh, that became a priest in a family, and and uh, you know, and always uh, looking at myself, I'm the man that have faith and lost faith, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like uh, planting a seed in a family, you know, with a brother who is a priest, and somehow the, down the life, you know, God able to uh, give me a wisdom and a knowledge to uh, recognize and a knowledge that the the thing that we live in a darkness and and looking back as a brother he's a priest and those sort of things that able to give you some of the what I call is awakening in a, in a family yes and um, I always look back into my mother that you know when you when you, uh, when you produce a good fruit you're gonna have a good fruit you know? yeah as uh, your mother really responsible for your your brother's vocation were y'all surprised he became a priest yeah we did very surprised because when we left the country nothing uh, certified and uh, I know that uh, I remember we have 11 children living in one apartment and uh, he didn't become a priest until 1978 under communist rule Mm-hmm. But my mother make us to uh, do a roastery every night. Wow! Every night uh, before we go to sleep, uh, she just say, "Look, TV is off. Time for a roastery." And uh, I realized that we in a small apartment, and everybody around in that complex probably listened to us doing a roastery every night. Yeah. And uh, I think '78 they have a news that um, wow. the bishop wanted to ordain him, but uh, under the uh, <coughs> On, uh, what you call is under the world mm-hmm. because uh, during that time they're not very open up to the Catholic back then in the old country you know mm-hmm. so the, so somehow now I realize that's what it is you know when uh, when you have a faith that you're able to carry out and, and trust in God and, and pray for it and then he uh, he call in he call in and he a war to our brother uh, he's he's one of the brother that today we we all look up to him and uh, and it's kind of strength, give us the strength and hope in our family. Nice. And it will continue to carry out. You mentioned uh, a darkness in your life. And I, if you don't mind, I'd like you to share a little more of that because a lot of our listeners, we go through that in life, right? And, uh, and, and sometimes we need an encouraging word. And then I guess I would ask you, you know, what was that light? You know, did you have a conversion? Was there some moment? How do you know God exists? You know, how, t- tell us about your faith life. Yeah. Um, my uh, my early child uh, when I grew up, you know, I have uh, I have a, a lot of uh, I mean, I actually uh, actually I say it's a, it's a heavy problem with uh, alcohol and 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 drug in my lifestyle and uh, 
and I, and I honestly, I used to be addicted to rock, uh, alcohol, suck, rock and roll, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's how I hit bottom with my family. But, you know, uh, I remember when the time came. <laughs> that's hard to believe. <laughs> I'm telling, looking at yeah. you. <laughs> when this time came, I realized uh, it, it's not working for me no more. And uh, I really recognized the symptom of alcohol that did uh, into my life and it's uh, just messed up my attitude you know so the, I have the hunger and thirst for God righteousness so what I did I go I came back to mass and uh, I remember uh, in a childhood about the confession you know I said maybe this is the thing that I might just come back and go to confession I might able to heal in myself but I did and I pray for it, and uh, somehow someone recommended me into a 12-step program. When I got in, uh, I knew this is where I belong. And when I came in, I uh, feel the power of God that healing me through a step, uh, 12-step program. Then I recognize His healing, and uh, and uh, I also recognize the story about the ten leper. One of the leper came back mm-hmm. and glorified Him. Mm-hmm. So so I realized uh, I. I I, I thought about that word and I came back and uh, you know what today is God is uh, he truly gave me a zeal of heart I able to come back and glorify him every day through my uh, daily mass and uh, I haven't missed a day you know seven days a week Wow um, not only that the end of the nights he always called me to come back and check in check in so the, I use that to do my the, daily uh, self-germination uh, in the adoration and uh, been carried out for the last three three years, you know, daily. So that's, uh, I think that's probably one of the most uh, God-given for me. And, uh, you know, every day I wake up, I the only thing that I can praise and sometimes I could ask him, please, Lord, I want to stay on your branch, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is one of the most powerful gifts you gave me, so I want to be, I want to be a part of it, you know, until the last hour of my life, you know. So that's a, that's an awakening for me, and and today I use uh, my past and uh, and uh, and uh, I able to go out and help the, a lot of people out there that have pro- with the same problem that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I devote myself to uh, a treatment once a month. Uh, I go in there to tell the people that you know there's a hope uh, in the community that they able to come in and and and. I try to be a part of it, you know. So that's uh, that's what I've been doing for the last few years, and that was a blessing. Yeah. You know, uh, for the audience who doesn't understand the uh, the parable of the ten lepers, Jesus healed ten of them, and they got healed on their way when they were leaving him. And when they realized they were all healed, they got excited. One of them decided to go back and thank Jesus. Now, this is a passion that he has for his walk and we all need something to grasp onto to help us understand what God had did for us and this is his way of thanking God by coming back now one came back he healed 10 but only one came back that's letting us know that a lot of us are not grateful for what God is doing in our lives and if that's the thing that keeps calling him well I got to tell you more power to you brother yes absolutely yes so Han has uh, really taken a step forward in his faith life, and he's going through formation for Curcia right now. And uh, I think he made Curcia when he was 21? 23. 20, 20, 23. 23 years yeah. old. That's young. I would almost, some would say that's too young. 
you almost got to get a little bit of your life underneath you. I know for me it was like poof, like 40-ish, you know. And uh, so anyway, tell us what is it about Corsia that has attracted you so much because obviously that's something that's a big part of your faith life today. Yeah. Oh, man, I tell you what. Uh, I mean, that's probably one of the things that uh, that God put me in a place that uh, – I can t- I can say today is uh, that's where I need to be in, and Cusillo Esther is a it's a great uh, uh, fellowship that we all get together. But one of the things that I I learned uh, in my daily life today, do uh, through, uh, through the Cusillo is a, is a piety life. You know mm-hmm. uh, we 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 uh, you know the uh, the service seat that uh, we have to make a commitment, and then sometimes the commitment is sometimes it's kind of fixed in a way. But you always have that, uh, like, a planting the seed inside your heart, and you're able to look at your the service seed, and you realize, man, that's a covenant that we put it down doing our conceal. So i able to look back into that uh, service seed, and i able to go back and, and, and recuperate my uh, piety life, you know, and today I, I continue to carry it out, you know. And uh, one of the greatest things that I learned in life is uh, how to transform ourselves into the reborn again is, um, you know, we have to continue to uh, take in cell examination throughout the day, uh, pray, meditation, and, and continue to do God's service, you know, and that's how we transform uh, ourselves. Talking about God's service, we know that your imaging company is totally different than your vocation so you tell the audience what you like to do on your spare time oh man <laughs> you know the uh Todd was uh i mentioned about how they have a play that they can go fishing and having fun and uh, when i think about that i say oh my god i I think you might uh, I might need your help to uh, set me up some time some schedule but oh, yeah, uh, it's on we're on we're gonna yeah. be fishing and hunting babe. that's <laughs> gonna happen but uh, uh, I'll be honestly, I, I used to uh, have a hobby, and uh, my, I mean, my time at my work is, is very, uh, you know, tied up, and uh, the weekend, I only have time to be with my family, but my spare time, I'll be honest, sometimes I take a nap, you know, take mm-hmm. a nap. <laughs> I, uh, you ain't got time to sleep, is what I'm hearing. I, I wake up like 4 o'clock in the morning, prepare for, I, I love morning mass, and uh and uh, my spare time, a lot of time, I was, uh, no matter what happened during the day, when I have a little time, I, I would run back to the same part underneath the bell, and uh, that's where I'd rest. That's oh, yeah. I, that's our adoration. That's what I rest in Christ, and, uh, and, uh, and I tell you what, every time I sit in there, everything is... Uh, it's uh, like, like a lot of times you say nothing matters no more. The world uh, gets right. Yeah, the world I, gets I know right, what you, you mean know. there. want to remind yeah. our listeners, you're listening to Cajun Catholics. Today's guest is Mr. Han Lay. He is an uh, architectural and design and build, has his own company here in Lafayette, and a parishioner of Holy Cross Church, a true disciple of Christ and a soldier for Christ, and Cursiesta. And for those who don't know, once you make Cursia, you become a Cursiesta. That's the, that's the next step. I guess you get that automatically when you walk out of there. And so that's something that's close to my heart. And I know when I made Cursia, you know, I walked out and that first night and said, my life will never be the same. And, uh, and I, like you, have a devotion to the Eucharist and, and adoration. How do you know Jesus truly exists in that, in that monstrous, in that Eucharist? Tell me what, what tells you that. You know, it's uh, one of the greatest things that I learned. Um, 
you know, a lot of time when you the when you just looking at the the adoration and, and uh, sometimes you, you you pray so much you you coming in every day and uh, sometimes you just don't know what else you're gonna say. But one of the greatest things sometimes I just going there and uh, I see uh, you know I'm just looking at him and I look Lord I'm coming here I'm just sitting there, I'm gonna look at you you look at me you know. <laughs> but uh, eye to eye. One of the the things that I know inside of the adoration and inside the Eucharist is um is his uh his personal his active personality and when I received his uh communion uh, uh you know daily you know it became a part of his and I always you know asked him to give me a strength to carry his his uh personality and his character mm-hmm. and uh throughout the day I able to uh, Avoid uh, every little bit of uh, occasion of sin, and uh, those sort of things that I can see that uh, he, he truly is he's in there, you know. And 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 you know when we when we see receive the uh, Eucharist, uh, you know, Father always uh, mentioned about the Word, you know, we're gonna do everything through Him, with Him, in Him. So those uh, the Eucharist that I received throughout the day, uh, that's the thing that I concentrate on, you know. I believe I do everything through pray today, you know. Even though we get together before we get here, we do pray, and then uh, when I get into my office, I pray, and then when I leave, I pray. I mean, uh, and everything is it just work out right, you know. And uh, it, it it was a, a beautiful thing, and you can feel the presence of God is there. And then uh, when you down for, and you always recognize, hey. That's a sin. That's a color defect. Yes. You gotta fix it. You know. Yes. You gotta get on with it. Calvin, I love this guy. Yes. Uh, you yes. know, uh, we. I, you know, we're Holy Spirit driven people, and and um, you know, I prayed about what we were going to talk about, and on the way to work this morning, the, what you just said in that last segment in the last couple of minutes is exactly what the Holy Spirit imparted to me this morning about how we take on Jesus's character. And, you know, we put on, just like you said, much so much more eloquent than I can say it, but uh, just uh, making me weep right here. You know, it's a, that we're lockstep and that we want to imitate Christ. And I think when we go in there and sit in the Adoration Chapel, we're taking him in. I like to fast occasionally, and I'm in the middle of a fast now. And it's I tell people, when I make noon Mass and I take the Eucharist in, and there's nothing else in my body uh, prior to until the evening, then I really, in a way, become Christ. You know, I have Christ totally inside of me with nothing else, nothing yeah. else. Yeah. So, Calvin, what can you say? Well, I'm, I'm going to say that him talking about uh, being in front of the Eucharist, it's an experience that's hard to describe, but we do the best we can. Yes, Jesus is present in the Eucharist, and by us trying to take on this character, it's a scripture, Matthew 5, uh, 48. It says, be perfect, be holy as my Father in heaven is holy. And this is the character we should take on. He mentioned the fact that he keeps track. He tries to acknowledge when he does wrong. That means he's sin conscience. And it takes a special kind of person that's devoted to Christ to have that kind of character. And that's gone in front of the Eucharist. That's what it does for me. It constantly reminds me to be conscious of my sins. And so that's how I know he's present in the Eucharist. Yes, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. And that's what we learn about uh, 
I learned a lot. Uh, uh, you know, I don't have a lot of time uh, during the day to able to uh, read a lot of Bible, but everything I learned is through daily mass. And uh, you know, when when I um, begin to uh, come back to the daily mass, uh, I make my devotion. Say, you know what? I'm I'm gonna shoot for three years straight, and I'm gonna finish that the bishop book. <laughs> I, I wanna see what is in there, you yeah. know. And and. Uh, and the story is so wonderful. I mean, so many wonderful priests that are able to carry out the homeless, you know, five-minute homeless, and, and we learn so much through there. I'm not sure what led you to Lafayette. I guess you could share that with us, but, you know, and you've been here a long time, right? Um, 20-something years? 85, 1985. Okay, all right. What's up with these crazy Cajuns? You know, I know uh, being a, ca- a lifelong cradle Catholic, you landed in the right place for, for your faith, but, you know, uh, Give us an outside perspective of what Cajun country is like. Yeah. Oh man, I tell you what, uh, I, I never uh, uh, stopped loving this uh, culture because uh, when, when I came here '85 and um, and I, I I'm very blessed and have a, a, a job that I work in Lafayette with uh, one of the good firm, uh, Guidry Bisley Architect, and uh, and when when they when they run out of work, um, I have a layoff, and uh, you know what, I I really want to move out of town. You know, I want to try to go to the big city or somewhere, but something always happens. Someone would ask me to do some uh, some work on the side, and I said, look, I'm gonna try to finish up so I can leave, and then when I finish, the things, uh, I mean. The, you know, another job coming up. So I realized I never get a chance to leave this uh, town. But I know today when I, uh, you know, uh, come back and do cell gemination, I really see how God is uh, moving you, you know. And I always uh, like that, uh, that that Star Trek beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. It always says, uh, you know, you will a man go to place that, uh, well, no, we Wait, go to a place that no man gone before. before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that. And, uh, and 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 uh, this town right here, I, I I believe that God wants me to stay here so He can transform me, you know. Because uh, I see uh, today, I see mass, you know, Catholic church is all over town, and uh, and always I always ask Him to if if I can't make it in the morning, I I always uh, ask Him to schedule me so I can try to make it throughout the day, at least uh, two days so before the day end, and it's all always happened, but. The spiritual brother that uh, I grew up around here in Lafayette is unbelievable, you know. Um, there's a Vietnamese uh, community around, but, uh, you know, so we don't have a support uh, a program like that man is you, you know, the cuisine master, the archery, those sort of things that he wanted me to be a part of it, you know. And and today we also uh, be a part of uh, uh, ministry uh, at the Angola, you know. And, uh, oh, yeah, I want to hear about uh, that. Those the men, uh, those Catholic men from Lafayette, able to uh, open up and, and came and said, "Hon, uh, come." Just like Christ uh, told us to Matthew, "Come," you know, and then he just followed him, and, and that's how I, my life began here in, in Lafayette, and I love it. I think I'm gonna be here until uh, the day in. I don't know when I have to leave, but. I hope I don't have to leave, you know. Well, God's keeping you here, you know. So, yeah, we had breakfast the other morning. He's telling me his guy's all over the place. He is, like, really dedicated his life to Christ. And, yeah. and I'm a big chicken, man. I'm a scaredy cat. And uh, I've had my uncle was doing prison ministry, and, and, and I had a, a gentleman on the show that asked me to get involved. And I'm just too scared to go in those prisons. I, I don't know. I got a problem. I got to overcome that fear. But tell me about that. You know, this guy's going to Angola. You've been doing that just recently. What's that like? And I, um, 
I never thought that this is part of my life, you know. And uh, uh, one day I was at the uh, 12 step meeting, and uh, there's a man by the name uh, uh, Terry uh, Fitzgerald. He saw me, and uh, he saw my share. You know, I, I use a lot of words like Christ and uh, God, uh, you know, healing me through this program, such and such. And uh, and one day he said, uh, hey, hon, you want to come to Angola? And I heard about Angola. I was thinking about Christ <laughs> when he was talking about uh, when I'm sick, I'm in prison, y'all really come and see me. And it's kind of like give me a bing. I said, oh, man, that's my opportunity to make it right. So I said, okay. I just said, okay. So I follow him. And uh, we've been doing this for the last uh, two years, and uh, pandemic came, and uh, and it's um, it's kind of stop us. But I think uh, early November we were able to get back there uh, 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 with with our, our regular schedule. Um, the Kairos uh, 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 Angola Ministry is just uh, it's, it's coming out from a two guy who's uh, came from a Cusio, and then he's sort of one. They are the one that founded the program, and. Um, we came in there to the, to tell those guys that uh, there's a lot of people out there still love them. You know, um, when we came and sit down with a bunch of men that uh, life sent, and um, it's just so darkness in there. You know, and and, and today we we used to live in the darkness, and uh, we, you know we now we're in the lights, and we don't go back to the old darkness world again. We're able to get back to those guys and. and and let them know, you know, the, so many people are still loving them to God, to Christ, and uh, let them see that we're here for Christ, you know, and uh, and that's what we did. We went in there, and uh, we were able to transform so many brothers in there and uh, able to come back and have a, a God community in there, you know, so they're able to live and live, you know. That's awesome. Calvin, you were in Angola for part of your life, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is that Mr. Antoine that does that ministry? Who you had on the show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He's uh, he, he's dedicated to that. I, I need to meet that guy. Yeah, I know. I told him you and I were going to get involved, and, and I ran. I mean, I ran and hit under the covers. But, uh, and so there was no hesitation, huh? huh? No hesitation. And, uh, You're my you, idol. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, those guy is when you came, when you come in, they they look at you like bunch of stranger. They they don't realize, but when when they see our the, our love and our the, you know and our compassion for them, and they that's how they they change. That's how they begin to change their hearts. Special you know? kind of people that would yeah. co- commit to going there for uh, I'm telling for you, the man. reason yeah. of sharing Christ. So you know, I just see Christ in Han's eyes. You know, he's just like lit up here with the Holy Spirit, and he's just uh, doing all these wonderful things. And we're so blessed to have him here in Acadiana. Just a minute left on the show, Han. Any any word for our listeners? Any word of encouragement? Uh, you know, uh, one of the thing I would like to say is, uh, you know, when we, yeah, and and I want to say it to a lot of uh, brother out there that still uh, having a problem with uh, you know addiction and uh, and 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 I, I can say there's a hope out there and uh, you know once we uh, when we uh, get our healing through Christ you know don't don't just hold on to it we have to uh, give it back uh, to other people and and carry it out uh, and I learned one of the greatest things like a Dead Sea you know. Uh, the reason the Dead Sea is dead because the water coming in and there's no flow coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's why the sea is dead. But in our life, we have to continue to give it back, you know, and that's how we live and carry out his legendary. And then we become his legendary uh, through Christ. All right. All right. That's it, Calvin. Close us out, man. 
Okay, Jude 24, it's a good scripture that says, Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling, that's Jesus Christ, and to present us faultless before the presence of God's glory with exceeding joy. This is a good thought for the day. So, Father, just bless us in those areas of our lives so that we can keep walking straight. Stay on top of things as you guide us and lead us into the next day. So give us the courage and the commitment to fulfill your promises today. This I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Han, for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, I always uh, challenge you to engage the Cajun Catholic community. Until Amen. next time, God bless. All right.